Right, we pick up at the very top of uh, Daf uh, 101. We are well in the hundreds now. Kuf Aleph. At the very top, Haim Yayushnei Kwanim. Shnei Kwanim. If both uh, the fathers were Kwanim, uh, if they said uh, the son would be exempt uh, if he if he hit them or cursed them. However, uh, we discussed this now. Tan Rabbanan. He kaze v'chazar v'ikaze. If he hits the one and then he hits uh, the other. Uh, straight away, kilelze v'chazar v'kilelze, and he curses, or he curses uh, this one, and then he curses that one. Kilel shneim bech b'vatechad, or else he hits them, uh, curses them, uh, both at the same time. He kash shneim b'vatechad, and he hits them uh, at the at the same time. Uh, for example, with one big stick, uh, it says the rabbis comment about that chayav, uh, you are liable. For, for that type of behavior because, after all, you've definitely hit or cursed uh, your real father and uh, you actually would be liable to the death penalty in that uh, situation uh, if you were given the correct warning uh, and um, you were given a warning that was broad enough uh, for, for both of them. Uh, it's not defined, therefore, as a hatra suffolk, a doubtful uh, um, uh, warning because otherwise you could say, listen, don't hit this person because he may be your father. That's called a doubtful um, warning, and therefore that that wouldn't obligate you in in uh, punishment. However, if you say, listen, uh, don't hit these, um, don't hit these, uh, you know, both of these people, and and he goes and he does, uh, so then he's definitely hit uh, the the father. Okay, uh, and that's why he'd be liable according to the rabbis. Rabbi Huda Mary, he descends. Rabbi Huda says, "Bevatechad chayv." Only if you hit them together, you are liable. If you uh, hit them one after the other, uh, you would be exempt. Apparently because uh, you didn't do the action, he holds maybe you need a more definite type of warning and not something that is um, too, too loose, uh, a type of warning, and therefore you wouldn't you would be exempt uh, for that. Vatanya, there's a brighter though. It says, Rabbi Huda, Patur, even you would be uh, liable, even if you hit them at the same time. Uh, and, uh, the, you know, and that would seem to say, listen, you have to say, listen, if you do this uh, action, you will get this punishment. And, and here you can't really say it like that. You could say, listen, if you hit one of these two people, uh, uh, you know, or both of these two people, then you will get punished. But the one you're not liable at all, the one you'd be liable for your father. Anyway, so maybe that is, uh, uh, according to Rabbi Huda, uh, that, that, that is not a tight enough warning and, and therefore would not be liable, uh, even Bavatechad, even actually at the same time. Uh, but surely that contradicts what we just learned. And the Gemara answers, Trey Tanai Alebed Rabbi Huda. There are two Tanaim. Uh, according to Rabbi Huda. Okay, and uh, that's and, and besides uh, the issue of Atrat Safek, Ma'atama Daman Depatur. Another reason, really, of uh, the one who would say the son would be exempt uh, from punishments. Am Rav Chanina. Rav Chanina uh, says Nemar Bracha Lamata Vene Bracha Lamala. So it says Bracha below and Bracha above. Really, uh, the, the, the you know the the, the the standard way of understanding this is mean, uh, you know, blessing is, is stated, and we'd be really talking about the opposite of blessing here, but the, the, the Gemara can't bring itself to say uh, that one would curse Hashem, and therefore, as a result, uh, it just uses the euphemism blessing. Um, it says blessing above uh, and uh, blessing below, i.e., in, uh, in Parashat. 
Kadoshim, uh, talking about you're not allowed to, to uh, curse your parents. And then also it says blessing above when it talks about, uh, I think in Mishpatim, when it talks about uh, cursing Hashem. And, and therefore they said, listen, you're not, uh, it, it says blessing above. Also it talks about blessing above, meaning blessing Hashem. Uh, and, and, and blessing below, uh, blessing your parents. That, that is, uh, that, that's also, parents are below and Hashem is above. So that's also the, under, the uh, understanding of that. So to either it's earlier on in the Torah, that's the above, and, and later on in the Torah, that's below, or else it means Hashem and man. Anyway, but once we've established uh, the, the connection between these two, mala mala shein ba When it talks about Hashem, uh, everyone agrees there's no uh, there's no one else but Hashem. Hashem is unique and uh, uh, and alone, uh, and therefore there's no um, uh, partnership with Hashem. Af lamata. Same thing with below. The uh, the case of a of a father, the, uh, it says ain ba You can't have uh, partners involved, and then uh, it says and also uh, hitting a person uh, and is, is compared to cursing a person. Right, hitting a hitting a parent also forbidden. Uh, exactly in the uh, uh, the in Parsha Kadoshim, uh, two verses before it talks about cursing. So uh, it, it, it's, it's both of those are learnt out from the same uh, source really. Mishnah quoted again, uh, uh, he goes up to the temple with, uh, with his Mishmar, uh, and it says, uh, We'd said before that uh, he, he can't get a portion of uh, the, uh, the offerings, but so what's the purpose of him going up? Lama ole, you know, so the Gemara says, listen, Lama uh, ole, you know, what do you mean? Why does he, uh, um, you know, go up? Uh, surely he says, Vahamar, Vahaina Navid, Mitzvah, surely I want to do a Mitzvah, I want to serve as a Kohen. Uh, and it says, no, what does it, what does it actually mean? Ella, Allah, Vlokatani, Ella, Ole, Barkoko. It means that uh, we force him uh, to go up. Actually, it doesn't say, uh, he says, I want to go up, and then therefore we allow him to go up. And in case he, uh, we work out what's going on here, <laughs> no, not that we can work out, but you know, maybe he'll, he'll, uh, he'll go up with the rest of his family. Anyway, uh, Ole, we force him to go up, uh, even uh, though you know, he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't serve. Okay? Um, and, uh, oh, sorry, he does, sorry, he does serve in the, in the Beit HaMikdash, but he doesn't um, get a portion of it. So he does, still does serve, so we force him to go ahead and serve. Uh, so the question is, why do we force him? Maybe he says, listen, I'm not going to uh, get anything. I'm only going to serve. That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to receive any benefits, so maybe I don't want to go. It says, Amarav Achabar Kanina, Amarav Amarav Asi, Amarav Yochanan, a long chain of tradition. We saw that recently, that uh, you should report it in that, uh, you know, so that the person's lips can move in the grave, etc. Uh, because of the, uh, the slight of the family. Otherwise, people might think there's a problem in the family, uh, they're not good kwanim, and, and, and the people will start talking, uh, etc., and that won't be uh, correct. So you have to go up for the sake of your family. Uh, Mishnah said again, uh, bimishmar. Uh, So if both of them were in the, in the same Mishmar, he does get a share. And the Gemara says, mishmarot uh, What happens if there were two different Mishmarot uh, that he wouldn't get? Obviously, So what happens is the guy's going to go, the Kohen's going to go and say, listen, uh, give me a portion in this Mishmar. They're going to say, sorry, bud, uh, you, you know, prove to us that you belong to this Mishmar. Why don't you just go to the other Mishmar? And this 
same thing would happen uh, with the other Mishmar as well. That everyone would keep on pushing him off. So that's why he doesn't uh, get it. Now, the Gemara says, if that is the case, uh, Mishmar Echad Nami, even if it is the same Mishmar, the way it works, uh, it's going to happen with the same thing because what happens is with a mishmar, uh, it, it, uh, they serve, uh, you know, every their 24 mishmarot, and they serve on average about twice a year, except for the chagim when everyone comes together. So, uh, but but each of those mishmarot is split into a bait av. Uh, there's, there's some discussion of exactly how many Beit Avs there were. There's some people say there were, the, the, there were six, uh, and then everyone served together on Shabbat, and some people say, no, there were seven, uh, you know, different numbers, etc. But, uh, at least according to this, the, the Beit Av served on that particular day. Uh, the rest of the guys in the Mishmar, uh, as we saw in, in, in Tarnit, uh, etc., they, and, and Megillah, I think it was as well, uh, they go and they... Uh, um, you know, uh, do uh, different things at the time, and they they daven and they pray, etc. For for these guys. Anyway, so that's um, uh, that's that, and they're just there just in case they are needed. Uh, they called on if the work level is too high. Okay, so now, but the same thing with the Beit Av. So surely uh, he goes into one Beit Av and, uh, and, and, and that they push him off. They say, listen, uh, you know, even though you're part of our same Mishmar, you should go to another Beit Av. Uh, so therefore. Uh, so that as it, you know, so that's why he shouldn't, you know, get a portion. Amra Papa, Papa says, yeah, you're right. Taki Kama, this is what we're saying uh, in the Mishnah. Hayush name Mishma Echad Uveit Av Echad. Really, uh, they're from the same Mishma and the same Beit Av. Uh, so then, no one can push him away. Not uh, Echad. Then he does take the one portion, but it has to be very specific uh, that the mother uh, would have um, had this uh, funny relationship, as we discussed yesterday. It ended up being a, mis- a case of mistaken kedushin uh, with a kohen from one Beit Av and then uh, another kohen from the same Beit Av. Okay, we have finished Hadron Lach Noset Nusa. We have finished the uh, the eleventh Perik, and now we move on. Uh, into the 12th peric. Okay, the 12th peric uh, is um, everything you always wanted to know about Galitza, but were just afraid to ask. And uh, uh, up until now, actually, what we've done is uh, dealt uh, in, in great depth. We've only used two psukim, really, as, uh, on, in, in the main. Uh, in chapter 25 in, uh, of, uh, of Devarim, in Kitatsei, we've used only chapter, uh, verses 5 and 6, uh, talking about brothers living together, uh, and then one of them dies, he's got no child, uh, the wife uh, uh, you know, of, of, the, of the dead, uh, she's not allowed to go out of Chutzah, as we've seen many times, and it says, Okay, we've seen all of those verses um, many times. Okay, uh, yeah, but, but uh, what happens is, uh, in verse uh, seven, okay, uh, it says, you know, the firstborn that she, uh, that, that she has, it, it should be, you know, that his name's not Yimchem Shmom Israel. Okay, we've had all of that. However, from verse seven, uh, we haven't dealt much with these psukim at all. Uh, and I'll just quote them now and just translate them because they are going to be fundamental to our understanding of this peric. Uh, this man doesn't want, I'm taught, to take his Yivama, Vata Yivam Tor, Hashara, Elazakanim, and this, the the Yivama goes up to the gate uh, with Zakanim. Vama man Yivami lakim achiv shem Yisrael lo ava Yivami. So she says, "Listen, my brother-in-law refuses to establish a name for his brother in Israel. He doesn't want to do Yibum uh, with me." Okay. Vakra lo zikna iro v'dabru alav, and uh, the Zakanim uh, of the of the city call and they speak to her. Vama 
mad uh, and they stand and they say um he doesn't want to take her uh, and the ivama comes near uh, in front of the eyes of the zakanim she takes the the, the 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 shoe off his foot uh, and she spits uh, in front of them uh, so it should be done to the person uh, who does not, man who doesn't want to build up the house of his brother, uh, that his name should be called in Israel, uh, the one whose shoe was removed. Okay, uh, that is the, uh, those are the four psukim that uh, we're going to be dealing with uh, extensively in this um, uh, uh, Mishnah, I mean in this uh, chapter. Okay, the Mishnah starts off. Uh, the mitzvah of chalitza is with three dayanim. Uh, and it says, even if they are all uh, ordinary people. Okay, so the question is, you know, immediately, you know, why, why call them dayanim? If they had yotot, the Gemara is going to ask that uh, straight away. Okay, uh, if, she, uh, if she does chalitza uh, with, uh, you know, with minal, uh, okay, it's uh, like a shoe made of soft leather that covers the whole foot. Uh, the chalitza is valid. Chalitza Kashaira Ban Pilia, if she does it with uh, a soft shoe, uh, like a cloth shoe, okay, or a sock, uh, then Chalitza uh, Psula, that is no good. Okay, we're going to see the reasons for all of this in a, in a bit. Okay, I don't think today, we won't get to it today, but anyway. Okay, if it's a, if it's a, a sandal uh, that has got a um, hard leather and it's got a heel uh, it is kosher she'en lo ekev puzzle if it's sand or without a heel uh, it is uh, a puzzle chalitza Alright, in Arkuva Lamata, Chalitza Kashara. So now uh, there's a difference over here. It says in Arkuva, from the knee down, uh, the, 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 um, she, she did it over there, then it is a good Chalitza. Now, the Rashi, according to Rashi, this is talking about if a person is an amputee, uh, but he's still got uh, something, he's got a, a, his, um, the stub of his leg uh, is, is, uh, is only starts from below the knee, uh, then it is defined as a good Chalitza. Uh, the other opinions that say no, uh, it talks about where the straps of the sandal are tied above the knee, uh, where the straps of the sandal are tied below the knee. If they're below the knee, then they're good for chalitza. If they're tied above the knee, uh, they are invalid. That's the riff and the rambam uh, and, and teferit Yisrael. Okay, so that is uh, so the, all against uh, what Rashi says. Anyway, um, you know we won't uh, discuss that too much now. Anyway, uh, it, it says mina kubelamata chalitza psula. But if it's uh, um, the leg was amputated from above the knee or the straps went above the knee, uh, then it is an, uh, no good, uh, invalid chalitza. However, if she uses a, uh, a sandal, the, the guy has got a sandal on uh, that's not his, or a sandal shall eight, or a sandal of wood, or a small beamin, or he wears his left, left, uh, left fitting sandal on his right foot, chalitza kashara. In all of these cases, the chalitza is kosher. Uh, if, he, if he puts a, a, a shoe that's too big uh, on his foot, but still he's able to walk in it. 
all right? Uh, it's, it's, it's too big, but you know, it's not comfortable, but he's able to walk in it. Uh, uh, or, or else it was too small for him, but he can still fit the most uh, majority of his foot in. Chalitza uh, Kashara, those are also uh, valid Chalitzas. Okay, so now the Gomorrah picks up uh, with, that, with that first question. Uh, if, if you can have just three Hedyotot, three ordinary people, uh, laymen, okay, Dayanim Lameli. Why do I need Dayanim? We said three, the mitzvah is three Dayanim. <coughs> and even if they are uh, laymen. So, you know, why do you need Dayanim? Why do you even mention Dayanim if three normal people can do it? Hi, Kamash Madan. No, this is what's coming to teach you. No, they, they at least need to be able to read, uh, and, and therefore they are like judges. Uh, in other words, they're all literate in this thing. You can't get three uh, people who can't even read uh, these verses, etc., because it seems it's a whole procedure, uh, and, and they have to repeat verses afterwards. They have to say, in Hebrew, uh, etc. So they have to be able, there's a minimum level of, uh, of uh, competence, mental competence that we need here. Uh, therefore they are like Dayanim. And this supports what we've uh, learned in a brata uh, uh, as follows. Uh, with the mitzvah of Chalitza is done in front of three people. You know how to dictate uh, like judges. Rabbi Huda Bechamisha. Um, Rabbi Huda says with five, uh, uh, five, five people as judges, he says you need five people on the court. Okay, so now uh, the, the Gomorrah questions that. My time at the Tanakama, why does the Tanakama say uh, that you need three? Because the Pasuk in verse 7, it said Zakanim, and that is two. Uh, and Beitin uh, cannot be. Uh, an even bait in, uh, especially if you're, there's going to be a dispute about something and you're going to have to rule on it. You cannot have uh, an even bait in because otherwise you get a, a deadlock, uh, a possible deadlock over here, and therefore you can't have an even number of people on a bait in. So therefore you add on an extra person to the uh, uh, the bait in to make it a bait in of three. Therefore, you have three. Uh, Rabbi Huda uh, says, no, zikna uh, ishnaim, zikainim shnaim. It says, the, you know, when it, it, it says, uh, the elders of, uh, of of the city should call him, call him, and then the elders as well, and uh, and therefore there's there's the two plus the two, uh, and and therefore Vain Beit Din Shakoli also agrees with the principle that you can't have an even number of people on a Beit Din. Then you add on extra one Harai Khan Chamisha. So therefore you have two and two uh, from the Pesukim, and you have an extra one which makes it five. Um, so now there's going to be uh, a, a lot of rabbinic ping pong between this, uh, these different opinions. Sanakama, ha zikne ma avdile. So what does he do uh, with uh, zikne? Uh, it, it, you know, which which uh, happens in this in the second pasuk in, in verse one's in verse seven. Uh, the elazakainim, okay, and and the one it says um, uh, uh, zikne in um, in uh, in verse uh, in verse eight. I think that's it. So um, so so therefore. 
what do you do, uh, you know, with, uh, so what does he do with Zikna in verse 8? He says, uh, the, the, the fact is, because it mentions Zikna, you might think it means a, uh, established judges, proper judges, uh, and then it says uh, Zikna and then Zikain uh, in first and then Zikna, it means like a, a double negative, uh, saying that normally you would, you would say that you have to have proper judges, but then it's mentioned twice, which means, uh, um, that, that it actually comes, uh, you know, riboy acha riboy to mamait, right? It comes to exclude uh, some uh, uh, something. In other words, you allowed to have a, a normal uh, layman doing it. Okay, so uh, so the Gemara says, but Rabbi Huda hediotot minale. So where does Rabbi Huda learn from hediotot that you can have ordinary judges minale? Uh, where does he learn from nafkalei milayne? It says he it's done before the eyes of uh, of the elders. Okay. Okay, no, it means eyes, uh, means that uh, you can't, um, can't have blind uh, people uh, doing it. And it says, uh, and, and because you have to have eyes over here mentioned uh, with uh, that they, they can't be blind, uh, this could only be applicable with uh, ordinary people. Why? If you say, uh, this is talking about people that are sitting on the Sanhedrin, uh, why do you need to even exclude blind people? If you are blind, you can't serve on the Sanhedrin. Uh, that, uh, because this is what we learned from Rav Yosef, Tani Rav Yosef, Kushem Shabbat in. The same way at, uh, as a bait in or, or, or clean uh, in, in, in their righteousness. In other words, they're careful you know, how they judge things, etc., and they're free from uh, uh, any kind of suspicion. Uh, they can't have any mum, uh, uh, you know, including uh, blindness. Okay. All right, you are totally beautiful, my love. There's no blemish in you. A passage from Shirashim, which is talking about uh, the Sanhedrin. Okay, so therefore, uh, you know, if, if we're not talk, if we're talking about proper judges, obviously they couldn't be blind, because uh, then they'd be serving on the Sanhedrin, uh, and, and they couldn't be blind. Uh, so therefore, it must be by inference that we're talking about hidyotos uh, bouncing back. So what is uh, the first uh, Tanakhama do with Ainai uh, in this instance? He says ahu la uh, who he uses it for the explanation of Rava, the Amar Rava. Rava says, "Tricky Dayane lemechaze roka the karnafik mipuma diyavama." No, they must actually see uh, the spit that comes out of the mouth of the Yavama. And uh, it says, "Ukutiv leinei has a kainim avraka." It says, "Yavama goes in front of them before the eyes of Zakanim and uh, takes a shoe of his foot and then spits in front of him." Uh, and and they, they say, "So it should be done, etc." Uh, that was verse nine. Vidach uh, Nami bouncing back to Rabbi Huda. Uh, he, you know, surely he needs us uh, to teach exactly what Rava says. And the Gemara says, Yeah, you're right. Actually, uh, that that is correct, uh, and therefore he agrees with that. So now we have to kind of start again. So where does he see that uh, you can have normal uh, people over there? Nafka uh, Misral. He says no. It says because. 
Vikra Shomo be Yisrael. His name should be called in in Yisrael. Uh, it says Yisrael called who? No, it means any type of Yisrael. Uh, is, and, and even though that's uh, talking about uh, his name should be called in Israel, he uses that for the judges. Uh, and any type of Yisrael could be a judge. Uh, and the Gemara asks about Idach Ha Yisrael Ma Avidlei. So what does the Tanakama use with uh, this Yisrael? Mibale Kedra the the the. The Tani Rav Shmuel Yehuda. He teaches it to teach us what Shmuel by Yehuda says. Yisrael Beitin Shal Yisrael Velo Beitin Shal Gerim. We're talking here that when it says Yisrael means that it has to be born and bred Jews and not a court that is made of converts. Okay, so they have to. They can't be converts. Gemara examines this, uh, you know, but yeah, carries on examining. Idach Yisrael Akriti Ketiv. So the other rabbi, what does he do with it? He says, no, uh, the is Yisrael uh, is written again. All right, it's written uh, both in, in verse seven uh, and in verse ten. Okay, and it, it says. Um, uh, he doesn't want to uh, establish his name in Israel. That was verse uh, verse seven. be Israel, and then he's called his name in Israel. So then it's, it's written uh, twice uh, about that to teach us these two laws uh, between. So and. Uh, um, uh, what does the other one, Rabbi Huda, uh, learn with, uh, or the Tanakama actually learn for, from this? Um, uh, he needs it for. Um, um, uh, he needs it for the following teaching. It says, Rabbi Huda says, once we was in, in front uh, of, of Rabbi Tafon, and Yavama uh, came in front of us, Lachlot, to uh, do Chalitzav Amma, Lanu, Anu Kulchem, Chalitzanal. It says, uh, and, and, and he said to us, listen, after the Chalitz is done, uh, you all should, all should say, Chalitzanal, uh, that you know, he's got the shoe removed. In other words, the name in, in Israel, Means that everyone that has to see it calls out, uh, says Kalutzanal, uh, the person who's had his shoe removed. Irak, Rabbi Huda, what does he do? Venikra, and Nafka, he says, no, that should be called. Uh, in other words, they have to call it out aloud uh, over there. All right, uh, okay, so everyone's kind of, um, you know, we, we, we kind of uh, stop there and, uh, and interrupt that for a, for a second uh, and says, Elimiata vakaru shnaim, but vakaru is actually a plural word, they call out shnaim, vidabru, and they say uh, as well shnaim. Uh, should be as well, another two as well. Uh, and and Rabbi Huda Tisha. So if you have to add on, Rabbi Huda had said five. Uh, then we add on another two and another two because those are all plural. And therefore you should have nine. Rabbanan Harekan Shiva. And the rabbis who said three, you should add on Dabruim uh, Karu for an extra two because we had Zakainim uh, uh, being two, etc. And, and therefore you should add on extra two and extra two. So the rabbis should require a baiting of seven and Rabbi Yudah should require a baiting of nine. Umura says no. Uh, the, the plural forms on, uh, of Dabru and, and Karu we need that those for the following discussion. Karu law, they call to him uh, They have to call him. The judges have to call them, and not uh, they, they, they have to specifically. They have to do it themselves, and not their shluchim. Uh, they, they, they can't send agents to call him. Varabru alav. They speak to him. Malamed law. No, they have to speak to uh, both of them. 
them really and uh, and give them uh, 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 the advice that's good for them. Shem haya who led it? He's a kind of he's a young boy. She's an older lady. Who's a kind or he yada or vice versa? He's old and she's young. They say, listen, Malacha etzi yada, Malacha etzi zakena. What are you doing with a young girl? There's such a big age gap. What are you doing with an old lady? Such a big age gap. Leave it. Klach etzel shemotka al tachnis katata latoch b'techa. You know, just uh, leave it alone and uh, don't bring fights into your house uh, because this uh, age difference is going to be a fight uh, later. You, she, you know, if, if you're young and she's old, you're going to be wanting to go out and she's going to be too tired. Okay, all right, and 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 vice versa. All right, uh, so going back uh, to this, you know, as Rabbi Huda still seems to be saying that it is five, and we've explained all the psukim accordingly. The halacha is that chalitza does uh, in front of three people uh, because it is a stam mishnah at the beginning of the chapter, uh, and it didn't uh, raise any problems with that. A stam mishnah, and generally we go like a stam mishnah. Miun nami. Uh, what about the case of miun uh, in this situation? As as we're gonna uh, and, and we learnt it ditnan uh, as we learnt in the Mishnah way back, uh, talking about. Um, this it says miyun vechalitza b'shusha miyun and chalitza are done in a court of three. This is was back uh, on daf chaf uh, hey. All right, that uh, it, it, it's done in front of three. Evkita mahakinami. You might think that uh, uh, three men are needed for miyun uh, and vatanya miyun vechamamrim beit din mumchin beit says you need a, a fully fledged beit din with uh, uh, experts, expert judges beit hila amrim beit din. Uh, it doesn't make a difference if it's a fully fledged bait in or else uh, just a, a temporary one of, of head your tot, uh, then you can, you know, three people are uh, in both cases. But both bait and bait agree that you need three. However, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yossi, Machshirin, Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Yossi, they say, uh, no, just a court of two is good for Mion, because really it's not really a court that comes along and says, you just have to say it in front of two witnesses. So, in inverted commas, a court uh, over here that is, is good for two. Amrav Yosef Bar Mamuni, Amrav Nachman, Rav Yosef Bar Manyumi says, in the name of Rav Nachman, Halacha Kotoazuk, the Halacha goes like that pair of people. In other words, you only need two for Mion. Gemara answers to that. Um, uh, it says, "Hatam chad stama, hachad trei stama." No, when it comes to the miun and refusing, uh, there's only one uh, Mishnah, stam Mishnah, that says it. The beginning of Sanhedrin, which talks about uh, all the, the the amount of people uh, you need for various different court cases. And hatam trei stama ninu. But in here we have, uh, you know, two uh, um, stam Mishnahs that does it. That that same Mishnah in Sanhedrin says. You need three for chalitza, uh, plus our Mishnah that you need three for chalitza. Okay, did none. Meane or shechatza befanav yase mimnei shuhu beitin. Uh, and the Gemara says, listen, but you know, uh, but even uh, with uh, with with me, and it says we have uh, uh, there's another stam Mishnah. It says. 
if and uh, in, in the Mishnah that on 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 Chaf Hay twenty five it says or or if she did chalitza uh, in in front of just uh, or mion in front of uh, one judge it says he, he is allowed uh, to marry her bimnei shehu beitin he you know because he's a member of the court so it must mean that actually uh, there there is um, a mion uh, in in front of a court because uh, he's part of a court and we can't you know we said that it was a case of Nitan, uh, you might suspect that he had ulterior motives. We said, no, uh, there's no ulterior motives uh, when it's in front of a court. Ella. So, you know, maybe, you know, with, with two, uh, two Mishnahs, you know, and, and here with Chalitza, there are three Mishnahs, you know, so maybe three versus two. And the Gemara says, hold on one sec. Michti, uh, you know, let, let's just uh, stop there. Both are unattributed, okay? Mali, Chad, you know, Stam, Mali, Trey, Stam, and what's the difference if I've got one Stam Mishnah or two Stam Mishnahs? Mali, Tlata, what's the difference if we've even got three Stam Mishnahs? You know, if the Aloka goes like a, an unattributed Mishnah, uh, that's what it goes like Ella Amar of Nachum by Isaac, he says, Well, Stam Makom Machloket. Really, what we have is, you know, it's, it's uh, that uh, uh, <coughs> the, the, re- the, the ruling was said because of the, of the Stam, because actually it says three people uh, in a place where there's a Machloket with Rabbi Huda. Okay, what does that mean? Did none. Smichot Zakanim, Vaegla Rufa, Bushosha, Divra Biosi, like going back to that mission in Sanhedrin at the beginning, the first mission in Sanhedrin, uh, where you have to do Smichot Zakanim. In other words, uh, you, you lean on the head of the zakanim and you, you give them smicha, you know, coming and, and making them ordained judges, uh, all the way back to Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, and the same thing with the Egla Rufa, where this uh, corpse is found in an unattended place. You're not sure what it is. Uh, those, that is done in front of three uh, people. Divra Rabbi Yossi, that's what Rabbi Yossi says. Rabbi Hudomar, Bekamisha. That, he says, you need five people for that. The reasons are explained in Sanhedrin. We're not going into them now. Chalitza, Miyunim Bushosha, uh, and, but then later on uh, it says um, in that Mishnah uh, that uh, Mion and Kalitza are done in front of three and Rabbi Huda does not dispute that uh, over there uh, so what do we say it must be from here that Rabbi Huda has actually rejected his opinion uh, and therefore uh, he changed his mind and he actually agrees uh, that three are done and that's why also in our Mishnah uh, it's ruled like that as well so now we move on to actual some of the details of Chalitza Amarava. Tzuchi De'ane, Migvai Dukta. The De'anim actually have to go and establish the place that they are going to do the Chalitza at. Tiktiv, Alativ Yamto, Sha'ara, Hashara El Azakadim. It says the Yavama should go up and uh, to the, uh, the elders, the gate of the elders. Okay, and, uh, and that's it. So therefore, they have to, uh, there has to be a gate there you know, for an, an, a special place for there to do Chalitza. Uh, they probably would have to go there, uh, you know, the, the day before, uh, etc., or that, that day. Anyway, they have to establish a place, which is very unusual, not like any other really mitzvah that we have, that you actually have to have a specific place uh, that you do it. Rav Papa, Rav Huna, Bereide Rav Yehoshua, Avde, Uvda, Vakamisha. Rav Papa and Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yehoshua, uh, did a case of Kalitza and they had five people uh, over there. So the Gemara says, come on, Rabbi Yehuda, uh, but uh, they're going like Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, we just got finished saying that Rabbi Yehuda changed his mind and he says that only three people are needed for Kalitza. No, the Gemara answers, Le Prusume Milta. 
Prisuma uh, Nisa we f- we're familiar with, but this Prisuma Milta. No, just to publicize uh, the matter, and not because you needed uh, that that uh, number of judges, but that was just to make uh, it sure that everyone knows. So. Um, they, you know, there, there are two reasons really why you'd have to publicize it. Uh, teaches us that, uh, uh, yeah, this, uh, that, that these women that, uh, that uh, need uh, a chalitza have had chalitza done to them and they are available. Uh, that's the one thing. And all the, the opposite almost uh, thing Rashi brings as well uh, is that they are uh, unable to marry Kwanim because uh, chalitza has been done. Okay, uh, so that we have Kusuma Milta. All right, Rav Ashi Iklai Levay Rav Kana. Rav Ashi went to Rav Kana's house and Amalai Salik Marabanan Lemilue Bay Kamisha. Well, please, will you come up with me to uh, be uh, a member of the five people uh, over there? And says, Amar Rav Kana, Havel Kamat Karabri Rav Yehuda. Amalai. Uh, and and when I, and Rav Kana also said when I stood in front of Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, not Rav Yehuda, uh, uh, yeah, Rav Rav Yehuda was the one that held five, but um, <coughs> this is Rav Yehuda. He said to me, "Have a kamei, Rav Yehuda, a kamei, tasak le zirva dekai itzrika beikamisha." Please come and uh, uh, be up with me, le zirza. Uh, the 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 be up with the the bundle of of, of reeds uh, to join the five people uh, to make sure that you the father the five people that would um, uh, be be part of the thing. It would seem that uh, they they set it up at the specific place with this bundle of reeds uh, where people would come and do cases of chalitza. So so go after the bundle of reeds means and and be with me for the to join the five people right and uh, um, uh, all right. So it says. Amelo, Lamali Kamisha, why do I need five? Uh, you know, surely three is enough. Ameli, Naheke le Prusume Milta. Again, we just have the same thing of Prusume Milta. All right, Rav Shmuel. No, sorry, Rav Shmuel by Yehuda. Rav Shmuel by Yehuda, Have Ka Kamei, Rav Yehuda. Rav Shmuel by Yehuda was standing in front of Rav Yehuda, and it says, Amelai, Sakli de Rivka. The Kanel Itzrik Bay Chamisha. Go after that bundle of reeds uh, to make five people uh, to make sure that you the uh, Prusume Milta to go up and uh, do the Prusume Milta. Okay, Amali Tanina Amalei. So it's a Tanina. We learnt over there. We learnt in a Brata Israel. It says Vakara Shmo Israel. His name should be called in Israel. Uh, it says a bait in Israel, v'lo bait in shal gairim, a bait in of Israel, and not a bait in of um, of gairim. V'ana gair ana. He says, listen, uh, I am a convert. Shmuel by Yehuda, uh, both me and my father had converted, uh, so therefore I'm not going to do it. I'm a Rav Yehuda. Go on, Rav Shmuel by Yehuda. Mafkine mamona apume. He says, you know, like he's such a great guy. This um, I would uh, take payment. Uh, based on the words of Rav Shmuel by Huda, uh, because he's, uh, you know, he revealed this fact about himself that, that no one knew. He could have just kept quiet and, and gone. Uh, and the Gomorrah says, uh, really, you know, Mavkina and Sakadatak, really, you would take money from someone uh, on, on, on that basis? Why? Al Pishnaim Adim. But you're violating a, a Torah principle of Al Pishnaim Adim. Amrachmana. Uh, the Torah says about that, and therefore you, you can't do it without to Adim. Ella. Marina <laughs> Stara No, I would uh, say that if someone has a um, 
a bill that says an IOU uh, that uh, I would come and say that uh, it was invalid um, you know, based on his word. In other words, he would say that the, the debt was collected and, uh, and therefore it's fine. Okay, that's a good place to stop and uh, we will do, we'll do so and we'll pick up tomorrow with more of the details of Kalitza. Everyone should have a great day.